0: The Free Beer and Hot Wings Show free clip of the day. She's a sexpert. We know that. Tracy Cox. Is that her name? Why does it sound wrong all of a sudden? Tracy Cox. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It is Tracy Cox. She has, uh, we've talked about a number of her stories. What women want, what men want. Very insightful. She actually is, I think, generally pretty good. Yeah, I think so. Not as far off base as some where you're like, what? Stick a candle where? Who would want that? No, she's got it. She says in her latest, these are the 18 red flags that your marriage is in trouble. And she says an annual MOT is the solution. I assume I'm going to learn what a MOT or an MOT okay.
1: is. I assume All right. that's
0: All right.
1: a. I assume that is an acronym. I assume your marriage is in trouble because you've discovered eighteen red flags.
2: (laughs) Sounds like a lot. Yeah. Uh Yeah, Good point. The three
1: red flags. Point. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. I'm going to be on the lookout for lots of stuff. You know. All right. So if you answer yes to any
0: red flags out of these eighteen, and then you have to ask yourself if these are new red flags or they've been around for a long time. If it's something that. Is in your relationship But you know for a fact Neither of you care Because it's always been that way Then so be it Okay Ready? Yeah Mm -hmm. Red flags You air kiss Rather than kiss on the lips
2: like blow says, kisses uh, to
0: each other, or like, or like when like,
1: fancy pe- like fancy women meet each other on a red carpet and they almost they almost kiss but don't really. Yeah, yeah brushing cheeks is what makeup. she refers mm.
0: to it. Yeah, brushing cheeks the way we do with acquaintances. Your partner deserves a direct mm. plant on the mouth. Yeah, I'm not British. Yeah, that would be that a little bit weird crap. if you
1: just get kind of near one another and you're like, hey, and then keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: world famous couples expert Dr. John Gottman who actually has a method named after him when it comes to, like, marital counseling and divorce counseling. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Gottman the method. The Gottman method. Yeah. Oh. Um. Says kisses that last six seconds or longer are a key to a happy marriage. It needs to be at least that long to qualify as a mindful kiss rather than
1: one that is distracted and done purely out of habit. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on the couple, though, too, and what you're used to. Like, you might be comfortable and have a good relationship with a two-second kiss, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if that's the norm,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, because there are I, those people who don't love kissing. Right. but I need it. I like being kissed. I like kissing. So I yeah, wouldn't... I think
0: it's important that, like, and I'm sure you say that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. like you've mm-hmm. told us, you will like, say give me to, some tongue.: Yeah, you've said to Ross, give me some tongue. Yeah. There's been mm-hmm. no tongue today. I? need yeah. it. Give me some tongue. Number two, you're not good at difficult conversations
1: That's uh, that's pretty big. Well, that is. I mean, I think a lot of people aren't good at difficult conversations. That's why they're difficult. They're hard. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes you have
0: to have them. Says, what happens when you tackle a touchy subject? Are you able to talk it through rationally and calmly? Or is it inevitable that one of you will storm out, sulk, or put up a wall of silence?
1: Yeah, that's the difficult Thing, is to find two people who can both have a difficult conversation mm-hmm. and not do one of those things.
0: Withdrawing from the interaction, hard. that's called stonewalling, shutting down and closing off from your partner. People tend to do this when they are feeling flooded, agitated, and overcome with emotion, incapable of responding rationally. That ones I think that one's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, you disagree on how to parent your children. That's a that's a pretty big one. This is the number one red flag
1: for potential damage to the marriage, she says. Yeah, those are conversations you should have before you get married, really. I mean, mm. and I know things can change as time goes on. It's different when you actually have kids than when you're just talking about it. But it's pretty good if you can at least start on the same page beforehand. Yeah. Like, what do you think about this? Or, hey, when you saw my sister with her kids, how do you think she did on that? Or whatever. I mean,
0: Or at least good. if you come upon something that you disagree on you don't sit there and discuss it or argue about it in front of the kid you wait until the kids that are because there have been plenty of uh, plenty of those instances with with me and annette where we'll talk about something we'll say something to one of the kids and then we'll be mm-hmm. like after the fact we're like i don't think we did that Yeah, we, we should probably do that differently or mm-hmm, we, we yeah. got to be on the same page about this or something mm-hmm. like that yeah. you know? that's good
1: yeah, yeah that, that is good that's growing I
2: think one of the bigger attractions for me when I first met (laughs) Ross, not just the relationship he has with his kids, but the relationship that he has with uh, their baby mama. And I think that is so important because I've never dated somebody seriously with kids before. And that was super attractive to see how well they both got along. Cause you see it more often than not where it's one person who is a total pain in the ass. And then the other person, the other parent who's like, all right, I got to keep my ass together because one parent can't, you know, you just mm-hmm. never know in those situations. And to see how they co-parent, and even if they do or uh, disagree with each other, it's never done out of like a malicious mm-hmm. intent or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's always like, okay, I, I misheard or, oh, I misunderstood. Right? Yeah, you got to both so be. so attractive a, um, to see how much they respect each other. Yeah, on
1: the same page of mm-hmm. like, it's about the kids, it's not about us. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. That goes a long ways. Yeah, Yeah, I'm really grateful for that in my
2: yeah. life too.
0: Number four, your conversation is mainly administrative. Like if you're with your significant other, if most of your talk is, did you remember to or can you pick up? Then your relationship has moved from fun to functional. Yeah. Mm. That one's pretty relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that happens a lot. Uh, Most people ask their friends far deeper questions than they do their spouse. Just because you see your partner all the time. Don't presume that means you know... Everything about them. Mm-hmm. Number five. You watch television to escape each other. It says for lots of couples, cuddling up on the sofa and glass of wine in hand and thumb hovering over the remote. That's the long-awaited highlight of the day, where you watch a show together. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But for others. Using the television as a way to distract from the awkward silence and the nothing in common, that's a bad sign. It's like putting a Band-Aid on a broken arm, they said. Yeah, that's
1: just, yeah, turning up something so you can't have a conversation. Or yeah. because there's not one to be had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have uh, I think a lot of us, you know, you've seen, like, friends, parents, or whatever, you know, they've been married 60 years, but for 40 of those years, they've uh, it's like, mm-hmm. well... Turn on a television. And then that's like, that's their life. Yeah. yeah. And they don't t- and it's not like they're watching shows where they're like, wow, what did you think about that? Mm-hmm. That was a crazy plot twist, right? It's just like. Wah. They're just <laughs>
2: existing together. Yep, yeah.
1: They're just seeing images.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Number six, you don't fight. I disagree with that one. I don't think necessarily every relationship you fight, you might have a little conflict or you might have like a disagreement about something. But I don't think, I don't necessarily think the term fighting is positive. Yeah. I mean. I agree. I I, I really don't. I don't think, I mean, some people's personalities, yeah, you fight or whatever. But But I think you can have a disagreement and not get in a fight about it and still accomplish something and go, okay, well, we uh, we disagree about this. Let's fix it. And okay, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, sometimes you get mad. You might knee jerk, but you also can grow and not have to knee jerk, get mad about Mm -hmm. everything and deal with it. Uh, she
0: writes, if you're not fighting, that means you've stopped caring. Anger doesn't signal the end of the relationship, but indifference does. Sit up and pay particular attention if you were a volatile couple before, but now you don't argue. Well, that's the big, it's about the change. But if right. you've always been able mm-hmm. to talk things through and settle them, yeah. and all of a sudden you're arguing, I would say that's a sign. It's all context in that mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. Number seven, you don't share the chores. Yeah, that's... That needs to happen. By chores, I don't just mean unloading the dishwasher. I'm talking about everything Everything. that makes the household run. Paying bills, organizing social events, keeping up with friends, family, picking up the kids, walking the dog. How equal is the distribution? It should feel fair for everyone. If one works, the other one doesn't. Then that person that doesn't work might take on the lion's share happily. Many women who also work take on the burden automatically, but then resent doing so, which is very understandable. Mm
2: -hmm. That's what ruined my last relationship completely, 110%. I couldn't tell somebody one more time, like, I need help. You can't invite 10 people over and then not think about who has to prep for all of that. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't say, let's all have Sunday brunch, and then Saturday rolls around and look at me and say, what are we doing for brunch tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You invited your friends over, bro. Man, that that is ultimately what ruined our relationship. It just
0: mm-hmm. came up last. We were talking about it off the air, but there was one time where you were really sick. This, mm-hmm. Like this was one of the first times where I'm like, oh, they're not gonna. Yeah. This is they've yeah, begun is a bad. slow breakup. Yeah. You were really sick, and you left early. And I can't remember if you went to came to work the next day, which you generally will try to come to work. And um, you told us later that that night you were really sick, and. Your, your previous relationship woke you up to say, hey, is it cool if so-and-so still comes over for this like they did most Mondays? Mm-hmm. And you said, yeah, that's fine. And then they said, you can still make the chicken wings, right? Yeah. And yeah, I remember you're laying, laying in bed dying. <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. when you told us that, mm-hmm. we were all just like,
2: huh. Yeah. I mean, wow, you already
0: that's knew. That's insane.
2: Yeah. That was, so that day too, when I left, I remember y'all, cause I think hot wings had offered to drive me to the emergency room. Cause I was having what felt like a, a panic attack mm-hmm. and I found out it was pleurisy in my lungs and, uh, we didn't know if it was panic attack, heart attack, COVID and hot wings had offered to drive me to the emergency room. And then Joe at the time said, I'll call your boyfriend. And I said, actually, could you not? (laughs) And that was a huge beginning of the end for me because I realized Mm -hmm. of all of the people that I wanted there in that moment, I felt like he would have added to the stress because rather than being solution oriented, he would look around and, you know, kind of look at me like, okay, what are you going to do?
1: So like get irritated that you had gotten sick.
2: Yeah. Or ask me questions (laughs) about it that I still didn't have answers to. Yeah. And I knew that was going to have like, what do you think happened? What do you think happened? If I'm going to
0: be responsible for this alone, let me do it
2: alone. Yeah. So it was that was a huge eye opening thing where it started to feel like I think things would be more fun if you're not around Mm -hmm. or easier to deal with if you're not around.
0: Uh, This text, me and my wife's favorite time of the day is laying in bed together, showing each other dumb TikToks, not really saying anything, but just decompressing with each other. I think that's really good. Yeah. Like you can do two separate things together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Idiots get access to the podcast, segment 17, and watch the webcams. You can be an idiot too. Sign up at freebeerandhotwings.com.